Hi, good morning. Uh, this is Marco Guillaro. Welcome to another episode of the Propeller Podcast. Today, we have Nick with us, uh, Head of Innovation, Corporate Innovation at uh, Chalup Group. Good morning, Nick. How are you? Good morning, Marco. I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks a lot for coming with us and to be with us on your uh, day off, the first day of your Christmas holidays. <laughs> kind of, kind of, but you know, uh, you're never really off, right? So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Uh, Nick, uh, Propeller is dedicated to high performance. Uh, we invite and discuss stories and ideas with individuals and organizations uh, that keep high performance at their core of activity and principle in life or in business. What it means really understanding how to grow as an individual or, or an organization and understanding and dissect each part of the performance and understanding how to grow in it. You are a very visible person in the business uh, community of Dubai, UAE, uh, GCC, and definitely in the fashion world. You belong to Chalop, that is one of the major players globally in fashion retail. And you're very good at building your own persona. Uh, today we'll discuss about your role at Chalup, of course, your, a little bit of your story. And then we would like to dig in a little bit on uh, uh, how you've been able to build this career and how you're able to handle a job that is not defined by a job description. You're looking at the future as a head of innovation and you try to find a path between chaos, you know very well, between the chaos that we live in, in these ages. We would like to give us a little bit of background of how you arrived at Chalub at Dubai. Absolutely. So um, I've been here in the region since 2017, 2018. Um, I uh, first came to Dubai in 2017 on the back of a project, uh-huh. Digital Transformation Strategy uh-huh. for Chalub Group. Uh-huh. So I was a consultant at the time uh, where we helped companies with large digital transformation strategy projects. Um, we were super excited when we won that project uh, for Chalub. Um, and... Um, for the first part, there was a, another team that worked and, and created the strategy. And then for the second part, they were looking for a team to bring that strategy to life. And uh, they appointed me on the project. First time that I came to Dubai. Dubai um, <laughs> was pre- pretty intense, you know, the, the, the flights was one week Dubai, one week Belgium, one week Dubai, one week Belgium. Also remote, remote working with the, the Dubai team when I was back in Belgium. At the time, I also had a team in Belgium. So And projects continued in, in Europe as well. So... It was pretty um, hectic, and after uh, five, six months, um, it, it was enough for me. The project was also coming coming to an end, um, and there were talks of, of setting up a JV between Duval Union Consulting, uh, the, the name of the company that I was part of before, and Shaloub Group, and they said, yeah, if you, uh, if you would want to move to Dubai and lead that joint venture for us, then we would be more than willing to offer you that, that position. So, um, yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I, I took that yes, role, yes. Moved, <laughs> moved from Belgium to Dubai in 2000, early 2018, um, led that uh, JV, uh, consulting company, for a year and a half, two years. In the last six months, I did a handover because then I did um, a dual role of, of managing director of the, the firm and head of growth for Shalou Group okay. already. Okay. Um, so you were involved more in... Uh Commerce. Correct, correct, correct. Performance marketing. Yes. yes. So I was head of growth for the group, focusing specifically on a brand at the time. So not okay. looking at all the brands and you know, how can we grow 
e-commerce uh, or or the business as a whole uh-huh. is really very focused on a specific business. And the first one was Faces.com okay. e-commerce for okay. our beauty, our, our beauty yeah. retailer, indeed the Sephora of Middle East, uh, you can call it. Um, and then later, I did a very short stint at uh, Trial.com. Uh-huh. Um, restructure their e-commerce, do a bit of, of uh, you know, a high-paced uh, restructuring, some you know, uh, re-establishing some foundations. And after uh, yeah, six months, handed over to um, to the person that is still there at, at Trial.com because I don't consider myself a head of e-commerce. You know, <laughs> it's not my ambition um, to be uh, only e-com because. For me, the hor- the horizon is too 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 narrow. Let's say it's very day to day, very uh, intense, very you know aggressive in terms of growth targets, commercial trade, very rah 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 rah. Um, and I like to build more for the future. Uh-huh. And then yeah, at that same time, when I voiced a bit my my ambitions internally, uh, the job of corporate innovation came up on the table. We kind of co-created it a little bit because we, we identified the gap in the innovation portfolio at Chalou Group. Um, where we invest a lot in startups or we bring startups to the group and we work with those. Um, There's not a strategy, there wasn't at least. You know, yes, at the time, and, and there was indeed uh, not a, a strategic position or, 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 or there was not a person that um, identified opportunities for the business units that we already have in terms of, of uh, new business models, new revenue streams. Um, and yeah, that's that's how... Uh, how you created the job together. together yeah, together with... Uh, with, with the leadership yes, of, of Shalub. Yes. And so it seems that since the start, you liked to create something, to understand... Absolutely. The... Absolutely. From when I was a kid, actually. So I really like <laughs> it's to... It's very interesting I like to, to do crafts and I like like to draw. And uh, I was a rapper when I was 15 okay, as well. That's, uh, that's starting so, to be interesting. As so as I, I'm, 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 I'm actually a, very, a creative person at, okay. at heart. Okay. Um, and I... I, I Throughout my the beginning of my career, I, I had to tone that down a little bit because okay. you cannot be like that free spirit or whatever well, when you're in business consulting. Um, <laughs> but uh, you need but to wear a suit and uh, indeed you need to speak very indeed indeed. And it's not a really <laughs> about create. When you're a consultant, you advise. Uh, you're not creating. Um, I learned a lot, but yeah, the passion to build was always there. And when I was 15, I was a rapper. We we created our own studio studio a little bit like this, <laughs> way less professional than this one actually. <laughs> Um, we self-published our are you, album. Are your production still online? This is for the audience. Uh, they would like yeah. to. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Our, our album is, is it can be found online. We we uploaded it later on uh, okay. as some sort of memorabilia. Um, we, we published our own own album uh, okay. ourselves. We sold it out ourselves. We we managed to, to organize a little tour ourselves with a little okay. tour That's bus. Um, uh, then we start, you know, we, I, I pivoted into a booking agency okay. for DJs. You created a booking agency for artists. For DJs, artists. For DJs, artists. Yes, and then uh, it was a, we started hosting events ourselves, selling out okay. venues. And then so I ended up buying uh, or, or owning a nightclub when I was 19. So oh, it's wow. always okay. been, I, I always have been very, very... Uh, build, to build. Yeah, a builder, build. creator. Build, you know, and and that's the, the beautiful part, you know, you get the keys to a, to a club, you open the door and it's real, right? Uh-huh. When it's when it, when you're in a consulting role, advisory role, you're just you're talking, you're creating PDFs, and it's nice. But then I want to see the uh-huh. the fruit of of the advice, and I was missing that at the end of the consulting gig. And this why the role at Shalu. And and then as head of growth, I, I was way closer to the fire, and uh-huh. so the I was a growth marketing advisor. I was a, a digital transformation strategy advisor, um, and then all of a sudden I was in charge of growing of transforming of uh, of making it happen so that was amazing 
Uh, but I said that the scope was pretty narrow. It wasn't about, okay, what we're building will have an impact for the next three years or five years or is a very strategic innovation or is something very cool. It was all about what's the ROAS? Uh, what's, what, what are we going to get? You know, if we put it live, what is the, the, the top line that we will reach end of the day yeah, uh, tomorrow the and will we will we hit our week target and our month target yeah. and our year target and that's it um so it wasn't completely matching your ambitions or your imagination yeah. it was catching your imagination indeed and now it is 100% doing that you know, you're, do, can, you're defining your yes i mean chalube um as a again a global player in retail and fashion is definitely uh, a pioneer in the region on understanding how retail would evolve. At the moment, fashion and e-commerce, retail, all the, in- the intersection of all these dimensions, they're seeing a, a turmoil for a number of reasons. Consumer is changing. I'm not going to say something that, you, you know, is your day bread, you know, so, um, and I don't want to sound neither too corporate or too boring, but this is what's happening. The consumer is changing. Uh, sustainability, understanding how the consumer is looking at fashion. Um, the journeys, the purchasing journey is changing. Metaverse is entering the game. So virtualization of transactions and interaction between between humans. You have a, in front of you a world um, that is not defined yet. No? And uh, the, the pace of, changing, of changes is increasing. Absolutely. And you find comfort in this. Right. Yes, yes, you yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's that's the, the fun part, right? Uh it's a very good um, um what you say is completely true. So uh, in startup uh, life uh, you have product market fit. Um but the product market fit changes because the market is changing for whatever the reason is right now. So your product needs to change as well. Uh your pro- your business model, how you go to the market, all of that needs to change. And um yeah, I, I find it really, uh, I'm not going to say comfortable, but I, I really like that. I like the, motivation. the uncertainty. Uh, if there's one thing that I hate is it's the it's it's certainty. Uh, it's knowing, okay, waking up in the morning and having my day fully scheduled out or my month scheduled out in a way that it's okay. You're going to do this from 9 to 10, then from 10 to 12, you're going to do this. And every day again and every week again, that would be a nightmare. For you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So... You don't have a task. You don't wake up in the morning and say, today I need to process. Uh, you're not in accounting, but you don't have to process 10 invoices, you know, 10 no, clients yeah. or sell. No. You have completely um, blank canvas every day. Yes. Uh, and you need to influence people in understanding. It's great. Yes. Absolutely. So we, uh, what we do in corporate innovation is we work together with our existing business units. Eh? So it's not that we create four level shoes or four faces or four Swarovski or Lacoste. We are an extension to their team. Um, okay. So what okay. we look outside the market and we see trends, we see opportunities or threats coming up and we propose those um, to the business units and, and, and we find a way to work together. We're actually a bit of an internal agency uh-huh. Uh, so we pitch the IDs to them or they come to us and say, hey, we've seen this. Can we do something like that? Does it make sense? How can you support us with this? And uh, then we, we we set forward some sort of a roadmap. Uh, so I, I started, let's say, a year and a half ago. So in the beginning, it was very first come, first serve. And we just were like, 
anyone that wants to do cool things, let's make it happen. Let's show to the business that we can create potential, value. The potential of the of absolutely the, of the function of the. But now, yeah, we're going into a more strategic um, uh, play. Where in 23, for a couple of brands, we have innovation roadmaps. Uh -huh. What do we want to accomplish? What do we want to achieve? We have learnings of 2022. Uh, what can we build further on? What do we pivot? What do we kill? And that's um, and it's that's becoming your, your a strategic show. Yes, absolutely. So you're inventing models. With no limitation of who would like to implement. I'm sure you you find a little bit of uh, resistance, and I believe is a resistance in we have something to do, and it will take time to implement. The, the time that we implement, the potentially the situation, the setting, mm -hmm. the chessboard is already changed. Mm -hmm. Maybe there is a new player that enter in the game, and so we need to. I'm sure this part of the resistance that you face, or absolutely or less, you know. We're not a startup, so uh, we're a huge company, okay. and, and yeah, we're the, the we're the biggest luxury retailer and distributor in, in in the Middle East and beyond that, actually. So obviously, we don't move as fast as a startup. Um, so the approach that you have in uh, having a vision, you said that you not finding comfort, but you find the motivation, the drive mm -hmm. in the in this setting. On the other side, we have a little bit of resistance due, of course, by the practicality of, a, of a reinventing a business model, of changing a function, of looking at something new. You need to influence everyone around you. That is the right way. My question is, did you like to play, to like to play with Legos when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because I think seems, my, my, my mother would, uh, oh my God, she, she, she would be very uh, frustrated if she was in the room to, to tell you about the stories. I, I adored Lego, uh, but I never played with them. So okay. I, I built it and once it was built, you, you I, put it, we you put it in the attic and uh, my, my, my mother was not allowed to destroy it or to put it away. We had to put it somewhere. Uh, but I didn't really look at it anymore. I wanted to go to the next thing and build again. Again. Uh, so the old, I, again, old, old again. is coming around. <laughs> yes, maybe that's, that's, uh, uh, that's that, that was the, the spark of my, uh, of my problematic building uh, addiction. Maybe. addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known back then already. So how do you select the people that work with you? Do people that have the same kind of spirit of you as to have a similar background? Yeah. Or you try instead to have a differentiated as possible so that uh, uh, I think um, or, or there's no really a blueprint there's no there's no blueprint at all I think also in this also in people that work with you yeah absolutely that's that's I think the luxury of what we do eh? so it, there there's really no no blueprint in, in what we do um, so if it's if it's an a, let's say more of a generic profile I'm not talking if it's a web a web tree or an NFT specialist or someone that needs to be very good in and in 3D uh, design or a software engineer or something like that, uh, because there you, you need to have the hard skills. But if it's if it's more a general position, there's only two things that matter to me. It's one, yeah, you need to be smart uh, uh -huh. and you need to be quick and, and you need to have that wit. I'm not talking about grades in university at all. Eh? I'm, I'm just talking about street smart. You have the emotional intelligence to influence people in the right way. Um, are you are you quick with Google? Can you learn something yourself uh, by just uh, doing uh, you know, following Udemy courses? That's very important for me. One, um, can you digest new information quickly? Because what you know now will be outdated within five years from now. Yeah, for sure. Actually, shorter, isn't it? This. <laughs> and then the second thing, which is a bit close to that, is is hustle, uh, passion, fire, hunger uh, to make it happen, appetite, and and in a way that that is um, almost. 
some sort of an obsession. Uh, and I'm not talking in an, in an unhealthy way of you need to work uh, 15 hours, 16 hours a day and, and work is life because I don't believe in that at all. But you need to be proud for, uh, about what you do. Um, and again, it's not about waving a flag for Shalhoub Group. It's really... Okay, we're if we're implementing a, an a so po- the build of the, the Lego build. Yes, you want indeed. to see it, you know, and say yes. I'm most part you, of it. When you get that new Lego uh, set, we'll put it on the shelf. That's the first thing that you want to do. Yeah. You know, it's not like oh man, I need to build that Lego set now, and then you create it, and it's like half-assed, and you don't really care where the blocks go, and then halfway through you put it away. No, what I want is people that are like, oh, I love to build. Uh, uh-huh. Let's do it together, yeah. and then I came up with this, and let's do that. Let's try experiment. And then I'm getting texts at nine o'clock at night or 6 a.m. in the morning of people saying, oh, we yeah, made I did this, I did that. What? Oh, maybe we should do this. Have you seen this little thing? Uh-huh. For me, that's that's the most important How thing. How big is your team at the moment? Uh, today, we're, um, I have one person with me okay. and I have, an, uh, an, say, a small army of freelance people that I, I, okay. I can trust. Yeah. It's actually a modern way also to look work. No? Sorry? Um, it's a modern way, really progressive Absolutely. way to look work. As you said, the, The competences changes and you need to constantly reset yep. how you look at things and you need to leave also your what you're saying, correct? Yep. You know. You need to show that you, you have a I'm not saying that freelance is a solution for everything, but mm-hmm. it helps you also to be flexible in a way that adapts to every project. Be Be flexible and expand and, and decrease, not the thing. It, it, it depends on what you're going to do. Also we 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 have 200 plus brands in Shalub Group. Each of them has their own flavor, their own setup. Well, we have economies of scale, so the technologies that we use. But we, we work with Salesforce, we work with Shopify, we work with Magento. So you already have the, the three big ones there. So you need flexibility. You need different developers for that. So what are you going to do? If, you're, if you need to hire a software engineer that is good with all three, you can do that. But the cost will go through the roof. Yeah. So why, why, why wouldn't you work uh, with, a, with freelancers that you almost on the on the on the full-time basis work with because you have a lot of projects but you don't have that okay I, now you need to come in and sit here with me and then <laughs> stay because the the, the the one one thing that um, identifies a, a good person in terms of in innovation is also someone that, that will tell me like okay I'm actually you you you're only using me for half of my bandwidth can I do something else something with the other 50 percent because I'm getting bored if you only, you know, <laughs> if I'm only working to 25, 30 hours a week, I want to do other things, you know, right. I, I have uh-huh. side hustles, I have other things to build. Uh-huh. Um, and then for me, it's like, okay, this is a, you are a good, style, style. You, you are a good one. You're a good one <laughs> for uh, the match, what we are doing. Yes. And uh, as you said, you know, all your team needs to, you are leading, you've done the idea of the flag, you know, but you need to be at the fro- forefront of the battle. And of course, you're building also your persona, the markets. Um, yeah, fashion and retail is sometimes a little bit close, no? You, you need to be long. You are a, mm-hmm. an hybrid, yeah. no, a unicorn hybrid, you know, <laughs> that you know, it intersects technology, um, you know, um, idea of startups. It means re- reinventing models, market fit as well, you mentioned, while we were preparing for the, for the, for the recording. And in this, you need to build your persona and be a person that in- identify and impersonate innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would like to ask you something provocative. Mm-hmm. If you want to answer, <laughs> if you're not. I know there is also the team of the PR team at Chalubio. <laughs> 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 there is listen to us. 
you believe 100% of the that you sell beyond, you know, Shalub in particular. You you believe, you identify, you speak about metaverse in your mm -hmm. profiles. You believe 100% that this can be the future of, of the life, of our life. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I think there's two, two different questions. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> the media is always smart with that. So <laughs> I will also address them uh, separately. <laughs> so do I believe, I, I believe 100% what I say online and, and offline, whatever, because otherwise I wouldn't say it. It's okay. not that I'm building a persona just for the, the sake of a persona. Uh -huh. Uh, it's a display of who I am. Eh? So okay. I'm not. Uh, well, we said, you said you're, you know. I'm building a personal brand. That's 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 for sure. But I'm not gonna uh, change uh, or say things that are, you know, that are not close to my heart. Uh, there's enough to talk about that yeah. I think is interesting and uh, that I think that people should know. And it's, yeah. um, if you look, look at what I write, most of the things is it's more of a reporter style. It's more of sharing what is happening rather than, than saying this is my opinion about it and this is what I think will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. This is true. Because I'm also not a. I, I don't think I'm a, and I, I I don't want to be a fortune teller. Uh, I want to be a trend watcher first. Uh -huh. I want to see what is happening in the market and then um, replicate what is happening elsewhere rather than uh, being the one that uh, is an is an in crazy inventor coming up with stuff that no one is really caring about. Um, and that's really what I, I I try also to tell people when it comes to innovation. Don't try to be the smartest one. Just look at what is happening already. Follow the trends. Uh, all what is happening in the market. Don't the try. Time, the timing is right yeah, when you're okay innovation. Don't no. be too early because then you will need to wait too yeah. much. And then the uncertainty is way too big in terms of does it have value for our business yeah. and for the for the customer at the end. That's one. Number two, the question: uh, Do I believe that metaverse is the future of our life? Um, in, in I some, just had an example. No, in some, in some way, I, I do believe that Web3, the, the new wave of the Web, will be the future of, of, of what, we, what we have today. So Web2 will be replaced in the end by Web3. Um, the Web that we're using today, the internet, is not the same as we had it in 1999, for example. Absolutely. Static no. sites no. where, you know, directories <laughs> and uh, it was very, very yeah. static. Yeah. Now everything is about social, video, um, mobile. And we're, we're starting... The, the, the third way of the web. And it's very important to highlight that, 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 that part of we're starting. It's uh -huh. the very early days. It's 1999 again yeah. for Web3. So that means that probably it will take 10 years again yeah. uh, until we are reaching a point that we can say, okay, what we have now, this is the future of, of what we call the, the internet. We're looking at virtual environments yeah. that are very pixelated on laptops right now. I don't believe that that will be the future. I yeah. hope that that is not the future. Um, there's a lot of, of gurus saying, yeah, kids are playing Roblox and Fortnite, so definitely that will be the future. And then, uh, you know, 10 years from now, we will all be in Fortnite. I don't think so, because I used to play a lot of Call of Duty. I used to play a lot of FIFA. And nowadays, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> I think the gurus need to understand that, you know, kids also grow up. They also need to work. And some of them can be and some of them can be Fortnite builders. Eh? I agree. But uh -huh. still, you know, when you grow up, you have different interests. You do different things. I believe that the metaverse will be an overlay, right? We will uh -huh. always be physical human beings. That that's what makes us us. That's important. But I I I, I hope that technology will will facilitate us seeing. Okay, this water is uh, I don't know 16 degrees. Uh, I still have uh, 15 minutes that I can spend here, and then I need to go to my next meeting uh, in my smart glasses or smart lenses. But it's going to be an overlay of reality, and that. Um, 
I hope I hope that that will be, will be a digital a digital future. This week brought um, at scale also the it's called the uh, creational AI or something like generative that. AI. Generative AI. So it means something few uh, <coughs> principle is able to create an idea and a concept. For some people, I, I read a lot, you posted about it as well, you played with it. I'm sure that in your team you, you play with mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's still an infant way. Um, there's no emotion there. It's all about, you know, really static, again, creation of text. Some people reacted, you know, with fear. Say, oh my God, you know, maybe are people also, they use words. Because here we're speaking about only words, but it's also, of course, images and um, some people say fantastic you know this is the, the future I can't wait for it you know so some it's always the two faces of metal the metal um, and this is natural uh, many people say that emotional intelligence what robot will leave out you know we, we remain with that mm-hmm. you know, emotion won't be for robots and you, you work in fashion, work in retail, where is uh, aspiration, imagination, what I can be. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not this, I don't want to be this, I want to be something else. And the meta- metaverse offers the chance to rebuild yourself in potentially in a space, you know, present yourself in a space. Um, it, it, that, that is generating you fear or generating instead excitement? Both, I think. Both of them. I, I, think, it's the, the, I think the right for people should be both okay. uh, if, if you're only afraid of technology or only excited you're not looking at it both ways so um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm equally, uh, equally afraid and equally excited for it yeah. uh, because technology on its own is is uh, it cannot be harmful or you know positive it's the person that is you or what you do with te- technology that makes it uh, wrong or right so uh, even to the wrong people, yeah, you can do pretty bad things like deep fakes and, and you can yeah, mess can up a lot of things. Of it. Yeah. Given to the it right is, people, it, is, it can be fantastic and it can empower creatives and it uh-huh. can empower developers uh-huh. to find uh, errors in their code and, and all of a sudden, instead of writing 35 lines per, per hour, they can write 350 lines per hour, like the productivity goes times 10. Um, and then w- will we replace people with robots? Because that's also the thing where people lose their jobs. <laughs> If you just look back, and again, I'm not, I'm, I'm never a, a, a fortune teller, but Black if you look, if you look back in history, uh, technology did not replace people. What happened is that technology increased in productivity uh-huh. and just made the people. If you have a hundred percent of people, we will not go to seventy percent of those people. What will happen is that the productivity of that hundred percent will go up and up and up and up and up. These are the benefits. The only people that lose their jobs are the ones that don't adapt to that technology that uh-huh. makes them more productive. To them, so that's the, the 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 issue, and that's also what I think should be the message for everyone. Try to embrace it. Try to see, okay, what can I do uh, to make sure that um, this empowers me. Uh-huh. And I think, with especially in the, the in, in generative AI, um, there's going to be a a gap in the, you know there's a gap in terms of wealth where they say the rich become richer and the poor become poorer. And I think with generative AI, we will have the same logic when it comes to 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 intelligence, productivity. Uh-huh. So the the people that understand generative AI will become more productive and more smart, and w- the output will propel. be propel. 
now that we are in the propeller. Well, yes, indeed, will propel themselves to heights that they have never seen uh. before, while the people that are locked out of that and don't really understand that, they will be left behind with with the, 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 the limitations of our human brain, let's say. Uh-huh. And I, I truly believe that. Why wouldn't you improve yourself by using a, a robot assistant, right? I'll be very honest to uh, people that read my LinkedIn the last three months. I've written everything with generative AI, not everything 100%, but everything, the base is with gener- generative AI, because why would I come up with the, the, the structure of that LinkedIn post? I know the ID, I know what to, what I want to say, I know the sources, I know the, the image that I want to, to put there. So the, the, the emotion that, the I, emotion want, that, we that I want to that I want to transmit, I know that. And then just the, the writing, uh, the words, the stupid things are done by the computer. And then I rewrite it, to, obviously, to make sure that it fits what I want. I think that is the that is the future for That's me. The future. Again, hybrid, the the the, the man machine collaboration that will be the future. The, the, again, it will create new heights for humanity that is that is not possible oh, at the moment. Hundred percent. You leave definitely for what you walk the talk, as I said. No? But you all all that you and your strengths, you seem really to embrace it, you know, and and understand it that this otherwise you remain outside of it. Um, and this is about pr- propellers really understanding for organization and individuals how they should look at changes because changes it's what it is our age is change there's nothing to do we, our parents will live in a total different idea and so we'd like to know you mentioned briefly you mentioned you like in your team to look at people they're constantly looking I have a Lego piece, piece that will miss uh, in here that will help me also to influence what I'm saying. Um, how do you constantly study? You said that you constantly look outside you know, for cases, you know, yes. for business cases, and fashion and changes, you know, um, the, the global equilibrium are changes, they're shifting east, no? from, from the west, you know, we are going towards east, and so potentially fashion will change balance you know from the the the, the, the usual center balance to, to those markets new markets are you constantly uh, study uh, yes yeah you constantly so I'm, I'm 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 obsessed with uh, with self improvement i'm obsessed with with uh, news i'm obsessed with reading i uh-huh. i I, uh, I i i love inspiration that's that's really i'm i'm a i'm a i'm a, I'm a sucker for inspiration uh-huh. and i try to when you when Get you study, everywhere. when you study, because you've been a consultant, so I'm sure you develop your analytical uh, point of uh, how you deconstruct problem. If you have a book, do you read all the book? No. Do never. you read all the, the the concept? You go to the core. No. Yeah. So I ne- never read. Uh, very uh, s- seldomly I will finish a book actually because um, I will skim through it and then I will find chapters that I want to read and then I go further and further. But, <clears throat> There's a lot of books that are, are are written in such a way that you know, twenty percent is very useful, and then eighty percent is just fillers or examples <laughs> or coming back and you know to conclude and first and second and la 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 la. So uh, I try to skip that eighty percent. Go to the core. Yes, absolutely. And for most of the things that that people say, this is an interesting book. This is an interesting book. I start with okay, let let me check if there's a slide share about it. Okay. If there's a keynote about it on okay. YouTube. Okay. Uh, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll find the, the points that are really interesting to okay. understand about the book before I have to read it. And if, if I really like what I see on SlideShare um, or on YouTube, or I 
just cannot find anything Th- there. It, yeah. I'll probably then buy the book and start to read it. Uh-huh. And then if it if it's not triggering me, the first 20 you, pages, you, you, I drop it. I have a <laughs> I have a book. I have a, a like a closet full of books. Uh-huh. Um, probably like uh, 50 I still need to 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 it's start like even. Then <laughs> another 50 that I need to finish. Uh-huh. Um, that's important. So you. But yeah. You really arrived to the how you communicate with your team. These are very good. You communicate through quick graphs, you know, or you know. Uh, I, I, really, I don't really have a, a yeah. WhatsApp quickly. I, I, I don't want to yeah, email is is not a is is not a thing that we do uh, internally. So I hate internal emails. Now we're a, a pretty small team. For at, at faces at a point we, we had 20 people, uh, you know, in my direct team, and I always when I, when I got an internal email with only internal people, I, I just replied to guys don't do this don't send emails to each other you already have enough emails okay so back then we used slack now we use teams because we're a small team uh whatsapp uh yeah whatsapp is, is quick yes very quick and uh, so it's important how you distribute your knowledge you know because of course you know you are the one you want your team also to come with you to you with ideas but yeah. you are need to one that you see an idea you need to yeah. distribute it and say or allocate it to the person that you know this can yeah. spark something you know i'm not uh, i'm uh, yeah that's a yeah it's a good question i'm not i'm not really doing that I'm, it's not that i'm sending pictures of the book that i'm reading or <laughs> or like suggesting like oh you need, really need to read this book apart from the books i'm i'm, I'm speaking more about ideas you know trends. About business here, even even tra- even case and yeah even even that i'm not really going to say like hey read this case read this this da, 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 da. how i see is that the, the people that you know are close to me, they read their own things and they okay. they, they have their own sources, they have their own inspiration. Uh-huh. I try to feed off of them uh-huh. rather than me sharing. And if it's obviously if it's amazing, then for sure I'll buy the book myself and give it to them or or something yeah. like that. Or or I will take a picture and send it or send this a uh, link. Um, but uh, I try to surround myself with people that are not me, and I I try okay. and also not an eek. <laughs> and I and I I don't want to create li- little uh, mini me's <laughs> that just say the same thing that I say because okay. then you know we're okay. we're lost right because if I have an idea then they just say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we also read this and I, oh no I don't want this right yeah, I want yeah. someone that looks into bio, bio, bioengineering and says oh, I've seen this or someone that uh, I've watched like a, a documentary about uh, about SpaceX and then something that might not interest me that much right now but it's like oh yeah tell me more about that uh-huh. so uh-huh. I'm, I'm up I'm, as i said i'm a sucker for inspiration it's clear that ideas now um as everything is intersected and uh, our generation came from globalization or that all market suddenly became one big one um i was looking at the picture from the 90s of myself <laughs> okay and uh, <laughs> with friends and i said i'm i'm wearing the same thing of Again, if I look at the 80s and the 90s, there is a big gap. But then suddenly from the 90s up to here, we are wearing exactly the same thing or roughly there. This made me think. The ideas, they constantly, there's no separation about them. You know, of course, we live, our brain is to be constantly, you know, playing between uh, different ideas and concepts. The example was a little bit <laughs> outside of <that. laughs> Um, you posted a, li- a link, uh, a link, a LinkedIn post, but that's why because I, I follow you very closely on LinkedIn. <laughs> Thank you for I, that. I Thank chase you. you and and track you very closely because you your post is very interesting. But you posted a post of you walking on, on hands and say I, I learned a new skill uh, today, um, and that you know very you know attracted my imagination in a way that you're not afraid to say okay this I learned, but it's a small thing 
I didn't run the marathon, you know, and, <laughs> and, I, and I won in it. You know, say, look, I mean, this is the most thing. And for me, create, you know, excitement and motivation. And this gave me the idea of what, you, know, you as a person, your confidence in mm-hmm. yourself as well. Um, at the end, you believe that all the sum of skills that creates, you know, as a person. Is it correct? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm, I'm, uh, um, I love sports, uh, <laughs> for, for sure. So it, it's, it's, uh, I like to challenge myself. I like to do new things. I want to learn new things. Um, so yeah, if it's apply, if it, if that applies, it applies to me as a person. So I think it's natural that it's that I'm I'm, I'm finding ways in my job to do it, and, and I'm also finding ways in sports to do it. To uh, do it and to continue to constantly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. So um, for sure. So sport is one of uh, part of your hobbies, correct? Are you still a rapper or not? I don't. Actually, it's really. It's like a. It's a. It's a. It's it's a. It's an addiction. I will, I, I'm not going to call it a hobby anymore. I'm at the point where it's a full blown addiction. Uh-huh. I I uh, I cannot have a day without sports. I really need. I need to have it as a, as some sort of an, uh, yeah, a way to release stress or to create uh, yeah, a good feeling. You're uh, a competitive person, right? I'm, you I'm, would call a competitive person. I'm pretty. I'm pretty competitive. Yes, uh-huh. indeed. Um, I, but in a sense that I'm. I'm um, I'm quite tribal, I would call it. So okay. I, I love to 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 um, uh, protect my tribe. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to lead a tribe. Um, I, I like to consider myself. I don't want to be very arrogant or something like that or stuck up. I like to consider myself as a captain, captain okay. of the team. I, I love the feeling of okay. of, uh, so of which sport you are. Just I, I used to do football. Okay, um, American football or uh, soccer? Soccer. soccer, the real football, where real you football. kick the ball with a foot. Right? You're Italian, so <laughs> that's yes, the real football. Um, I used to play football. And I think that's a bit the culture, you know. You have a team sport. You yeah. you win together. You lose together. Uh, yeah. From your from early on, uh, I I was lucky enough to be captain of a couple of teams. So you 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 yeah. It's inherently that's that that's in me. Yeah, uh-huh. it's in me. And um, it's also what I have in in, in business. Uh, when I have teams, uh, I want to take care of them. Um, I want to be the, I want to be the captain. Protect them as well. Yeah, that say. they they can. That they know, okay, if there's anything, I can go to this person. Uh-huh. Uh, I can, I can voice my concern. Uh-huh. I can voice my uncertainty. Uh-huh. Um, so you, you like, you like to sport alone or still always? Uh, but now, now I'm, I uh, when I when time. I train, it's it's from my yeah, it's 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 rather individual. I love I love cris- CrossFit because of the variety okay. uh, and okay. the self development. Okay, it's so challenging because you have uh, gymnastics, you have weightlifting, you have cardio, you have everything combined. Um, so you're never done with it. I might it. start to do it. It's not. I never done it. It's a recommendation. You're, you're selling it fantastically well. I mean. well it's it's if, for people that love to develop themselves. It's it's amazing because you, there's so much to do. You know, uh, f- four or five years ago, I couldn't squat like with an empty bar. I fell over because I didn't have the mobility. Especially if you come from a football background, uh-huh. your flexibility is yes, it's only, it's only zero. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now I'm squatting easily 100 kg, 120 kg. So the the, the path is is enormous. Uh-huh. The, the first and you like to see the path of growth as well. I, absolutely, and okay. and so you have a bigger problem. Okay, I, I fall when I try to do a squat. I cannot do it. To okay, how do I reach a point where I can do X amount of of work? You need to de- deconstruct it, and you need to build for for uh, for a longer time. And um, and luckily, I'm very disciplined as well. Okay. So uh, I can okay. I can I can push myself through okay. a wall. I can. And walk walk through fire if I have to. <laughs> I'm very disciplined, and I'm I'm not afraid to go the extra mile if I have to. So the sport is the language of propeller as well. Uh, we invited many people. 
and I was telling you we invited uh, triathlon, climbers, cave divers, uh, people that arrive at the limit of themselves as well, if there is a limit. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone looked at the limit in different dim- dimensions. You know. But I, f- I, I think he said for some people, they're not looking at limits. So life brings you to not looking at limits at all. And it might be that they're afraid of consequences of it, mm-hmm. no? Uh, falling, falling means failing, you know, uh, not make it through, um, uh, the difficulty of it. Some people are lazy, but yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can say, you know, they, they don't want to take it really the first time. You are, you are, you are in a role professionally, um, um, and I'm sure in your family also you have roles when you need to lead specific situations as well. You, have, uh, you want to push yourself also in your time off and find dimension that let you grow. In all this dimension, it seems that you want really to find the limit of yourself constantly. You want to see where I can arrive. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you manage your time and energy in everything? Is all bouncing back, you know, and positively or, uh, or sometimes you say, okay, well, I mean, now I need to, the sport needs to be a little bit put aside because this is challenging me too. It's a very unpopular answer, I think, but uh, you need to, uh, I'm not going to say you need to be, I, I'm, I'm rather egoistic in, in what I do. So if you want to get, get the best out of yourself in terms of sports and combine it with a career and uh, have enough time for your, for, your, uh, for your partner in life, yeah, there's only so much you can do, right? So there's very limited time for friends uh-huh. and there's very limited t- time for family, which I, you know, as an expat, um, I don't see that much, but uh, so. But now you're traveling I, home now. I'm traveling home, so then then I have time for them. But uh, um, yeah, to 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 come back to your question, um, you need to make choices. And you need to put put a, put a, a plan together for yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to stick to it, and uh, and that's how I deal deal with it. Um, and I'm 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 disciplined, as I said before, um, and I I am not afraid to say no uh, at all. So you're not afraid uh, to say no. uh, I put my own boundaries. Uh, there's a um, I I, uh, I I work out in the morning. Then I go to work. Uh, then after work, uh, if I of, if I can, I go to the gym again. Um, but that's a boundary I set, right? So from seven, I used to to my team at Faces, for example, Triano, or now uh, the people that I work with as well. If it's not an emergency, you don't need me between seven and eight. Like there's no point for me to sit here and have a meeting at seven o'clock at night. Uh, you go home, take care of your kids sit with your partner, go and eat something, go to the gym, whatever you want to do. We can meet after. If you really need this done today, um, or just send me an email and I will reply to that after, or tell me before or whatever. Or we can meet in the morning first thing. Um, Or if it's really an emergency, then I will drop my gym, especially for you. But you need to know it. That I will, you need to know that, you know, I will drop my plans, especially for this. Is it such an emergency? And 99% of the times when I just say to people like, know that, you know, I'm very attached to this. So I will need to drop that specifically for this meeting. People say, oh, no, 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 don't. It's okay. It's not that, that important. They so, realize that uh, yeah, they so, can. But I'm, I'm, I'm very well aware that um, you are the master of your own boundary. And if you do not set that boundary for yourself, other people cannot respect it because you don't set it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I and I I hate when people tell me oh yeah oh you go to you go to the gym you go twice to the gym uh, if you can I don't have the time and then that's it's an insult to me uh-huh. when I think like 
you're telling me uh-huh. like what do you think that I, that's the only thing I do because uh-huh. I'm two hours in the gym per day uh-huh. there's 22 other hours in a day <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that those 22 hours I optimize fully to optimization do, is an important to do a lot of time and I, f- I focus I, I really focus on productivity on efficiency and so on output also that contest Sorry? Time, time management, you crafted, you, Absol- you learn how to do Absolutely, it. and it's, for me, I'm very output-based. So it, I, okay. it's, not, okay. I don't, it's not about the input. Okay. Being at an office for eight hours or 10 hours or 15 hours, it doesn't matter. Because okay. at the end, I always talk about shipping okay. yeah, with my team as well. We can put in days and weeks and hours and months and la, 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 la. But until we ship the product, no one cares. So we can work day and night. But it's the it's the time that we ship the output, then yes. it matters. Uh-huh. So until that point, stop bullshitting. Uh-huh. You know, forget focus on forget. focus on the output, focus on the product, focus on the service or the experience that we will deliver. So all these ideas are coded, decoded also with your team or your culture. You know that you built. Absolutely, your absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And it's the, the, I think you can take it the wrong way and then say, okay, I don't care about the input, so you need to work like a like a like a freaking dog. <laughs> And I, I want you to work and work and work uh-huh. because it's output that matters. Um, but I actually, I say the opposite. So it's about output. And if you are smart, you don't need to work 16 hours a day to get that. Because at the, at the end, all, all I care about is that we deliver a new business model for Level Shoes and that we do something amazing to uh, excite the customers of faces. Uh-huh. We have our timeline. We're going to reach that timeline that we set forward. And we're going to reach it with, within the budget that we set forward. That's what we're going to do. Um, it's important. And be smart with your time. And I'm, I'll be the first one to say, hey guys, it's 6.30, go home. Uh-huh. Uh, or when, when I see that someone is go, going above and beyond, I'll be the first one to say, you know, you, you will break yourself. You didn't take off for seven months. You, will, you need to take a week of holiday. Uh-huh. Um, so if you have smart people that are you know, passionate, you can give freedom to them as well. Uh-huh. And that comes back to what we said before. Uh-huh. You need to have that trust in people that they are the right people. And then you can actually say, you, as a captain, it's my job to develop them, to push them when they need to be pushed, so they can grow themselves, but also to protect them against themselves because the race is really long. Eh? Uh, uh-huh. You can do it for a year. Uh, I've, I've had several years. I've, I've, I've done a couple of uh, jobs already and uh, different merits, a remit, sorry, um, where you can focus for a couple of months and go all out. Uh, there was times that I... You know, I, I, I did a, a shortened trajectory in university where I combined it with three three jobs to, you know, to, to, to make a lot of money, to, to make a lot of money while, you know, uh, getting my diploma. I didn't get sleep at all. There were I did an internship at the, the consulting. Um, I had to be there at nine o'clock in the morning uh, to start my internship. I was a DJ at night. <laughs> Your booking agency. Yeah. So I worked on my I worked on my thesis that I had to finish. Uh After the time that I finished my internship, while I was had to prepare for my DJing, and then <laughs> at 10 o'clock I start, p.m. I started DJing until 5, 6 a.m. in the morning, like took a power nap, took a shower, drank three Red Bulls, and go to, <laughs> to my internship. But you cannot continue. But That's yeah, not yeah. sustainable yeah. at all. Yeah. You can do it for two months and then you, or three months and then you're dead. Um, uh, this, this podcast is not sponsored by Red Bull. <laughs> if they want to sponsor... <laughs> <laughs> no, that is very, no. What you said is really important. Your calendar is shared in by many counterparts at the same time. No, you you're sharing project with a lot of yep. counterparts in organization, and plus internal external team. Yep. If you really don't define a principle, 
you're going to an overlap with, you know, people, of course, of <laughs> your time here and there. Of course. Which um, tools and support do you to manage yourself as a person, as a sports, uh, as an athlete as well, as your family? And yeah, the, the, my, the, the, the... Use anything specific? Do you level up? Uh, the most important shout out that I have to give is, is to, to, uh, to my wife. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's, she's the, the rock and she's the foundation in anything okay. I can do. So okay. without her, okay. I'm lost. And she does so much for me that I can be egoistic and I can focus on what I have to focus on. So she unburdens me with anything that is not sports or uh, work related. She enables me to do to, to thrive in in, uh-huh. in what I have to do uh-huh. um, by doing anything that you know all the conf- all the distractions she she takes care of, <laughs> uh, which is amazing. That's I, fantastic. And and she supports me in uh, in 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 the decisions. Uh, so she uh-huh. knows that I'm I am I'm super ambitious in my job. She she supports me that I'm very. Uh, passionate about sports, uh-huh. she's very passionate about sports herself as well, so she understands. Um, and we're a team, eh? so uh, it's one of the, <clears throat> of the of the actually the strengths that you have. You are a keynote speaker, apart from the podcast of speaking pod, but you're this require you to be in presence in other countries as well. So mm-hmm. traveling a lot, be present, maybe for a short amount of time. Maybe your keynote is 20 minutes, <laughs> but you need to be present there. So you're you're your role is also physical it means that you need to be somewhere else at the same time no? and there's still value in it by the way i recognize there's still value because people want to see who define the future for me you you mentioned they will be soon in milan for example you'll travel into europe very soon this will bring you far away you have a complex role and we understood how you define and you craft yourself as a person to constantly being able to, um, to be motivated in a situation where it's complex, you don't have a defined pet, where you're looking at the future, you need to influence everyone, that that's the pet to be taking. That's very interesting. We never uh, discussed this in, uh, in Propeller Podcast before. We spoke about the sport that you're able to program, you're able to define. We never look at someone that is building something from scratch, you know, and... and um, so it is a little bit of tautology because we discuss about future. I would like to ask you, what are your future plans, Nick? <laughs> oh, um, I I don't really have um, like how do I say it. I don't really have the uh, an aspiration in terms of a career right now. Okay. Uh, I'm very satisfied where I'm at right uh-huh. now, and uh, what I want to do is I want to give the best of myself uh-huh. on a daily basis no, no and uh, I want to I want to keep growing I want to keep having fun and um, I want to write this until the wheels fall off that's that's uh, that's uh, that's a bit my motto right now I want to build my team I want to I, f- I feel <clears throat> I, I'm not looking at okay what is the next step for me because I I enjoy what I'm doing right now so much um, that I wake up like or I when I go to when I have to go to sleep at night, I can't wait to wake up uh-huh. the next day because I think, oh my god, what I'm doing is <laughs> so cool. Uh-huh. Uh, and I and you know whether it's in work or you know during work or outside work, it's so cool that I can go to the gym and then I go to work and then I go uh-huh. to the gym and then I work again and then I sleep and it's so cool. I can't wait to do it again. Um, so I'm really not thinking about what is next. Okay. Uh, a couple of things I would like that I that I have uh, on my bucket list, let's say, is. I do want to experience other parts of the world because that's for me very enriching uh, to um, experience other cultures, to feel how other people feel. Uh, and I don't traveling is is the close is a close thing you can do. 
but it's not the same as moving there, living there, experience everything. And I, I feel living or having lived here uh, five years in, in the Middle East, you become a different person or at least you have a completely different um, um, way of thinking. You, you become way richer in your, in your assumptions and in in how you look at life. And then, um, yeah, when, when I go, you know, I, I had the, the, the amazing privilege to go to Singapore a couple of uh, months ago. When I go there and I spend a couple of days on the street looking at people, talking to people, I'm like, wow, this is a, a different culture. Different. Yeah, we'll really a, the Asian, Asian part of the world. So I want to explore this. I want to, I want to learn from that. I want to experience how, how living here would be or the, the, the States and uh, how, <laughs> how people live there. When I go, I, I love New York. So. Okay. If I, uh, you okay. know, if I could, if I would, if I could move to New York, work there, or, or LA, or or to Latin America, for example, uh-huh. Africa. Uh, there's, there, <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, I wanna move to different parts of the world to experience the culture, to soak up, to soak up, and this will nurture your again and again. Yeah, and and uh-huh. and, and having said that, I, I hope that I can I can combine that with my role at Shalou Group. Eh? So I, I don't wanna move move to another company because yeah. I I I love Shalou Group to be honest. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, Nick, we arrive at the end, unfortunately for me, <laughs> because I would listen to you for long. Um, at the end of this uh, episode of Propeller, I really thank you for your time, uh, for dedicating this, uh, uh, this session uh, on your day off. Uh, and uh, I, I invite everyone to follow you on your uh, social handles as well. Particularly LinkedIn, when you, of course, is all about, you know, the things that we talk about, business and future. Uh, and innovation, uh, and there also for your updates uh, in general. Um, I invite the audience as well to subscribe to Propeller, and this will uh, support. Uh, you will find the Propeller episode across all the major um, uh, platforms uh, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and soon on YouTube. So thanks a lot, Nick. I wish you a fantastic festive period and travel safe. back home and a safe travel. And thanks again. Thank you, Marco. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye.